Welcome to the ICBC Roundtable Podcast, brought to you each time you push play. You're going to be listening to three guys you might just want to listen to. First off, author, educator, and ICBC senior pastor, Cody Hale. Next is ICBC worship and discipleship pastor, hailing from Chulapinny, Alabama, Andrew Nunnerly. And finally, our host and everyone's best friend, ICBC student and outreach pastor, John the Beard Blatton. And we're back. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Today's episode uh, is episode 11, of course, with a day in the life of Andrew and John. And uh, what, and of course, our topic today is what are secondary issues? So, um, as always, I want to introduce ourselves. To my left is Andrew Nunnally, our worship pastor and outreach, or I almost said outreach pastor, discipleship pastor. You're putting stuff on my plate. Just keep I'm putting so, the slashes. I'm sorry. Keep putting the slashes on uh, To my right is our lead pastor, Cody Hale. You saw a speeding charge. You wouldn't. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yes. And then in the middle with me is John the Beard Blanton. Low blow. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Um, so we've got some news. We've got some news. So let's start off. Let's we start off news? some positive, I didn't right? Know we have news. We have news of Andrew's results. Oh, yeah. yes, so I for those that have been following us, we have been going through this process with Andrew and sleep studies, and uh, letting letting him know that he needs to go get sleep studies. Well, evidently Andrew has some news for us that he would like to share. So I Andrew, do. take it away. So I don't have a sleep disorder. I will not lie. That's one of the most surprising <laughs> medical results. And I've been on the receiving end of some surprising medical yes. results. I was surprised too. Yeah. Yep. I find this more surprising than when the doctor told me that my spinal canal had collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I feel blind. I know it's not funny. It, it say, I feel blind. It yeah. did say if I didn't keep my weight under control, or like if I became unhealthy and my old, like later on down the road, it could potentially work into a disorder. Well, he, so if you move from a schmedium to a large, he's, he basically told me that like, hey, you. If, if my scale is a five, like where I, ha- I can prescribe you a, a machine, sure. like you're at a three. So you're one big gulp away. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Yeah. One big gulp away. <laughs> Actually, after he ate that catfish sandwich, <laughs> that was, much, yeah. he I'm may sure. be pushed on over. That was <laughs> a really good catfish sandwich, and wow, uh, I ate too much. So yeah, it was Shout a, out to Brad's Barbecue. <clears throat> yes, yeah. Brad's Barbecue. That's our unofficial sponsor today. Thank you, Joseph. Yes. Uh, there is a lot of interesting stuff that goes into the sleep study. Okay. I don't know well, how deep you want to go with this, but... Uh, I'd kind of like to hear about your roommate. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it all starts... It's kind of weird anyway, because they, they tell you, hey, you got to be here at your time, and at 7.30 you go up, and the nurse lets you in. Of course, now with the COVID stuff, like, it's all weird anyway. Sure. So you get in the room, and, and the room looks like, kind of like a dorm room, or maybe like a... I almost said something I probably shouldn't say. Almost like a dorm room slash um, maybe youth camp room, uh, but it has a TV. So I was pretty pretty. So not too much youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. So not too much. The shower was really nice. I didn't get to use it. I have a question. Did they let you leave your socks on? Uh, no, I took my socks off. Okay. I really? Yeah, absolutely. Did you walk around on the floor with no socks on? No, I got to take my socks off once I got in the bed. The bed, by the way, was quite. Disturbing. I started thinking, like, I know they've watched these sheets. I, I feel like the mattress would be very firm and you could feel springs. Is that true? Uh, not firm. Um, was it sleep in bed? No. It was very just, like, lumpy and, like, you just, you couldn't. So, 
So it's they had like there's like 27 points they put on you, like all over your head, and they use like wax and stuff on you. Which really would have got a picture, by the way. I, I I couldn't get to my phone after they tied me up. I have I mean, a picture was, of me uh, receiving acupuncture. Basically. We're gonna post yeah. that one. That's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so it was a, it was a pretty exciting experience, but the best the best part was um, you know Phil was supposed to show up around. 9.30 to hook me up and get me strapped in for the night is what they their exact words not mine and uh, and so I'm having a little fun with it posting on Facebook the room you know good picture and we'll um, later on that night it's probably about 9.35 9.40 um, I just knock at the door and I thought oh cool great Phil's here you know, and Phil's your nurse Phil's the nurse okay. and that's it, well, I'm assuming he's a nurse it just says Phil is your tech I mean he's okay. a tech or whatever okay. and uh, I guess and that's not his real name by the way Making that up. Okay, I guess. <laughs> so, so Phil. Uh, regulations. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it works yeah. the opposite way, but sure, whatever. Um, but anyway, so he he gets in there and he's he's uh or actually the, the knock at the door and then I and I ask you know come in and he doesn't come in. I thought okay. And so I said come in a little louder. Maybe that maybe they didn't hear me. Did you lower you know? it a little bit? I mean, more. Go in. Yeah. You know? There you go. Um, so third time I was like, dude, what the? Just come on. So I'm about to get up, and so the door cracks open. I was like, "Okay," and so the the, the voice that comes from the door says, "No, no, no." It says, "You got your pants on." To <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sitting still fully clothed, like jeans, t-shirt, sitting there, like just messing around on Facebook. And I was like, "Well, well, yeah." <laughs> door pops open, and it's one of our church members, <laughs> and he is uh, two doors down. Uh, he had saw my post on Facebook, and we'd been interacting back and forth. And uh, and the reason he said he didn't come in initially, this is I don't know if I told y'all this, but he was there for a split second. He was not certain that w- he was at the right place. He uh, thought maybe his, this is room four, but maybe we're at a totally different location. And he's knocking on somebody's room. Like that has no clue. Room. Yeah. So we had a uh, we had a good night. We played cards for a while and watched some Disney movies. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it was fantastic. Hey, can we just acknowledge that one of the weirdest things about being a pastor? Is especially a pastor in a small town. No, is medical procedures. Oh yeah, yeah. like go doctors yeah. up because you never know. Like I have a friend who was in a pretty bad car accident, knocked out cold, woke up stark naked on a table, and the nurse was one of the people in our church. Oh um, yeah, you know, that's and, rough time. That's rough. You time. know, that's awful. I recent, not that recent, but my brother's got a story like that. Not too long ago, I had a urology appointment. Mm. Well, I don't know, you know, how familiar you are with the study of urology but yeah, yeah. not really the kind of thing you want to talk about with other people go in there everyone was super I'd like to say everyone was super professional like this is only awkward on my end mm. okay but I go and I know the nurse and I'm I don't know it's just like how do you tell somebody that you know about urological mm. symptoms you know what I'm we may have to edit that out I don't know <laughs> not sure how it was going but yeah I mean that was that's so, just a weird thing in ministry. Yeah. Well, going back to the whole knocking on the door thing, too. We talked about this a while back. You know, there's been times where we've gone into the wrong room, right? Oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. yeah. I Absolutely. majorly have. I, have. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't get pictures out of my brain. And let me tell you, if you want to love your pastor well, if you want to love your pastor well, I, w- I would just like to encourage you that if you're not fully clothed. Amen. If you're having to have male or female, male, male absolutely, male, absolutely, or female. If you, if nature has called and you're having to use the facility right beside your bed, if make me go to pizza. In those in those instances, when we knock, acceptable to say I'm going to need a minute. 
Yes, totally. Acceptable. Very acceptable. I'm willing to wait. <laughs> please don't say come in. Yeah, please. <laughs> yes. don't say. That's just a way to love your pastor well. Yeah, that's a that's an RMC. I've experienced visit. all of that. So okay. overall, Andrew, you're fine. Overall, I had 22 apneas throughout the night, which means I stopped breathing 22 times in the night. I think can you show the chart? Yeah, I can show the chart. So if you can see this, if you guys can see this, <laughs> right where the REM starts is where I stopped breathing. So 22 times I so stopped you're not breathing. Dreaming good. So he stopped breathing. Stopped breathing. He's, he's not having sweet dreams. He still 20, stopped breathing for 20 seconds. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. For about nine or ten different times, twenty seconds. Only a couple times. Twenty, twenty seconds. He just said he stops breathing. For How long seconds. do you have to suffocate before well, I'm it's getting there. a problem? And then only three times over thirty seconds that I stop breathing. So he said, <laughs> "That's yeah. not right." So I, okay, so you I better I said, be drinking diet drinks. I said, the same, <laughs> yeah. I said the same thing. I said, "Well, so what?" He's like, "Well, normal people that they come in that that have this problem are, are not breathing like a hundred plus times a night, and I'm at twenty-two. Wow. So that's what that's what I was told. Uh, but however, away. however, he said uh, he comes in. He's like, "Do you know how long it takes you to go to sleep?" I was like, "I, I don't know, twenty minutes, Max." He said, four. <laughs> I was like, "I'm pretty proud of that." I mean, that's, that's a clear. Conscience. And I slept for six hours that night. That's a clear. Conscience. Six hours. Fantastic. Yep, had did, wires attached to everything. Did your watch good. match the? Uh, oh yeah, my watch was very <laughs> accurate. I will say that Garmin watch sleep thing was very accurate you know what, to what that's what good is. to know here. Yeah, that's good so it's, it's very accurate. That was a good follow-up question. I, I can't do that. I, yeah, I, I checked it. I checked it out, and I mean, rest and heart rate was like forty-two. So I mean, it was a it was a good night's rest. I slept well. Didn't have kids like screaming. I'm 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 so glad that uh, you finally did what we've been asking you to do for a long time. That way, you know there is. Potentially a problem. So I would like, since this is the day in the life of uh, of Andrew and John. By the way, that picture looks rough. No, it's so bad. I mean, that's the roughest picture I've ever seen. I think that's why he shaved off his beard. Right wow, there. that's rough. No, I, the, the camera's like up here. Oh, I didn't tell that part. By the way, they they flipped out because I was laughing so hard that that the guy came in. I don't know if I can share this name. I don't know if I can yeah, share it. Sure. It was it was Gary Gary uh, oh, Price Price came in. That's who was having this today. That's HIPAA violation too. Sorry. Uh, that's not technically, you're not. That's not really. Yeah. yeah, that's a fake name. Fake name. Uh, but our friend Gary. Uh, but when so we're dying. I'm dying laughing. I'm roll. I'm like hunkered over, like eyes crying. He's crying. We're laughing. Well, like as soon as I start to get up to go to the door, the nurse is coming toward toward us. She thinks something's happened because she all she sees is me doubled over and like. <laughs> You know, crying. I guess that maybe they don't have. I don't know. You're supposed to be able to hear, but I don't know why they couldn't hear at that time. But so they couldn't see. So they found out that Gary and I knew each other. It was quite funny. And they put found, two and two together. Yeah. yeah. Then I found five dollars. Well, cool. So as as we said, you know, this is a day in the life of John and Andrew. So, uh, thank you, Andrew, for for sharing very your uh, very private information. Don't lose that. You'll need that. Uh, that was compared to for next year when you have to go back. Um, so I have to share with you something that happened to me today. I'm that, excited about this. This is, yeah, by the way, I audience, I hope I haven't either. Audience, um, no one else has knows this except for the family that was involved and one other person. So uh, I'm sharing this with Cody and Andrew today for the first time mm-hmm. all day today. And I might have overhyped it. Maybe I didn't, but he I want to really set the ball. I believe here. that you guys will enjoy this because I made a idiot of myself. At the That's worst possible time. Okay. Anyway, so t- this morning, um, we—I uh, was a part of a funeral. I was a part of a, uh, a graveside, and 
uh, a man that was loved by his family, just a great guy, uh, passed away. Well, they had asked me to come and pray, and I was great. I mean, I was honored at the fact that I was going to be able to come and pray for this family uh, and love all this family, especially in this time. And so I I brought my A-game with me. I, I got, I, I mean, Best. I only got one suit, so I'm gonna say it's my best suit. But uh, it's also your worst suit. Yeah, but I had lost 40 pounds. Hey, can we talk about how nice Andrew's suit is one day? It is. It's very nice. <laughs> oh, he looks like James. I had lost 40 pounds, and so my suit is a little big on me. So I've got my big suit pants on, and I look kind of funky. I mean, that's fine, whatever. Um, but it's the only suit I have. So I had. Uh, I got there. Everything was going, you know, really, really good, and and so they. Uh, we're moving the, the, the casket going into the hearse, and so we were going to line up behind the hearse. Normally, what you what we would do in a, in a hearse ride is we would either what, cut our flashers on, cut our highlights on, or high beams on, whatever. Didn't really do any of that or say any of that, so I was like, okay, we'll just I'll just follow in line. So I got in the back of the line of cars, and we took off. Well, this I've noticed that the hearse is not going a normal hearse speed. Going down the road, what? Like a high speed or slow? It's speed? pretty fast. Um, like not pretty fast, but it's like I guess it's normal speed for. <laughs> we talking about passing people. <laughs> well, if this is what I think it's going, the hearse was was passing people, right? No, it wasn't. Well, no. it, 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 it went. It went listen, listen, it went over. Pat went into a separate lane, went around, and, and you're so following it to the we're, cemetery. We, yeah, we're trying. I'm trying to keep up. With the hearse that's not going a normal hearse. Are you speed. seeing other members of the family at this point? Uh, or are you by yourself? This is where it's going. Okay. All right. So just tell the story. Yes. All right. So, anyways, I try to keep up, and I, I feel like I'm doing a good job. Well, I am listening to music and trying to get my head, you know, uh, head right and just everything for the graveside because I want to be respectful as possible. And um, <laughs> meanwhile, you're drag racing a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so I. We got almost to the graveside and where they were going to turn in. And I was, yet again, in my music, thought I was behind the car that was in the <laughs> funeral procession. And all of a sudden, I looked over and I'm passing the family and the hearse. <laughs> and so I'm like, and I, and I kind of, I, I looked over, my eyes got real big and I'm, I looked in front of me. I'm like, I'm nowhere where I need to be. I'm, so I kind of like tapped my brakes. The, the, hey, you cut the family off, didn't you? The, the worst thing is, I, I we had to turn fairly quickly. So a car, one of the family members, let me over. So I kind of... In the funeral procession. I cut in line. In the funeral In front of the pallbearer. So you almost wrecked in the back. It was like you could you wanted to get there as fast as I did. So, so at first I thought maybe you were behind, behind the wrong. Hearse. That's what I was thinking. No, that's no, what no, I thought. No. So they really were getting after it. So they you were, had to cut off the pallbearers. I cut off the pallbearers to get into the the funeral of the graveside. You could get it. What do you think they were all thinking? Well, I'm okay. saying they were all thinking. Does this clown not know we all have to be the same? Place <laughs> they all the same thought place? I was going somewhere else. I wasn't going to go to the graveside. That's what they thought. So I, I finally we get to the. the so I need to go to Mojo's. <laughs> We get to oh, the, no, well, I got a graveside to go to. <laughs> we get to the graveside. I That's kinda, what I'm doing. I kind of pull over to let the pallbearers like, drive by me so they can make it to the, the, the hearse. And uh, so I pull. I finally pull over and get out. 
Well, one of the family members gets out. He's just rolling. He's bent over laughing. He's like, John, I've never been. I've never seen a pastor. Procession before. I bet I know two that would. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, I um I tried to hold it together. Um, I I, I collected so myself, of course, but we're yeah, really a first class operation around here. Well, it, it's racing the Paul Bears. <laughs> Beat me to the bed. Bed. So, anyways, I raced a uh, a hearse today, and. Uh, I would have won clearly, um, but uh, yeah, that was that was my story of my. You know what? That was a good story. That was Thank a good story. See good now, story. no, you better you better stop. <laughs> they told me before this if this was not a good story, they were just going to make it up. So hopefully that was a good story. Story worthy. That's good. That's okay. Good. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. I, I I passed the family on the way to the graveside. <laughs> but normally the pastor does. Is it right usually, behind? Usually, the, yeah. Traditionally, the pastor. So is you're the car you're getting back in your right. <laughs> That's yeah, getting getting back in your rightful place. Yeah, the spirit was leading you there. Yeah, 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 yeah spirit yeah. leading me. Yeah, I, um, I trust us with our borders. Charles, thank you for letting me over and uh, in front of you this morning. If you happen to listen to this, <laughs> thank you, Chuck. Uh, so, <laughs> look, Philip got out. He was just rolling. I mean, he's like, I've never, I've never, never seen been that. cut off by a pastor. Never been cut off by a funeral procession. Beat me for a graveside. But uh, so, and That's I love good. this family. So I think Ford just wanted to roll. <laughs> yeah. Don't know so, those strings. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but so our our topic, our, our, our serious topic of the day is um, exhaustion. Exhaustion. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Everybody is tired, right? I'm so tired. We're tired of this this meeting. I've had the air on by the way all day, and it's still getting pretty hot. It feels good. It's not bad. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, maybe it's just me. Probably just feeling the intensity of that race. <sighs> road rage still problem. Getting after Road rage. What if they got in road rage after you got pulled a bat out and started smacking your truck? That would be bad. Can I ask one question of yes. the audience? If there are any medical professionals out there, I would like to know if you can take... So, if you have a steroid pack, <laughs> I need to know if my wife is punking me or not. She's lying to you, man. She That's says a- that you can take all of a day's worth at one time, and it's acceptable. Even though it says one before breakfast, one after, before lunch, one... Like that. Maybe. Oh, so like three in a day. Not like the whole Z. No, 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 no. Like, yes. like, 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 like the first day is like six pills you're supposed to take. And you took all six at one time. And she yes. said, she, <laughs> she said, when well, we worked at the pharmacy, we took, we tell them to take all six at the same time. Okay. Megan, that's okay. what I would like, hold on, hold on. I would like, if there is a medical professional that is out there, I would like to know if my wife is just kind of seeing how stupid I am and if I'll just do anything that she says or if that's actually a thing. If you could just comment below. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. go ahead with the series. Right. Like, Sorry. share, hit the bell. Uh, I don't think that's... I mean, I'm not a pharmacist. Justin, please. I'll tell you one thing. My face flushed out and I started sweating. That's some Clay County junk, man. <laughs> that's yeah. some, that's just County Road 5 right just there. Just All right. Megan, thank you for that, by the way. Um, but no, so... We want to. I want to. I want to hit the topic of secondary issues, right? So we believe that there are things that you cannot uh, disagree with, and us be in fellowship with uh, maybe an, another person that professes to be a Christian, or maybe uh, another uh, another church in a sense. And so, um, despite all of that, and so we're actually making a reference to a call for. Theological triage and Christian maturity. So that is our main, which is an article by Dr. Moller. Yes, which and so we would highly recommend. Um, really, really good read. I'll, I'll try to uh, put that in the comments as well for you guys to go and look at, because um, this is really important. We need to know uh, where we can meet in the middle, and we can serve and work with other uh, other Christians or other denominations. And so, because there is there 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 are ways to where we can come together as the body of Christ. 
and say, regardless of denomination, regardless of, of some of these secondary views, I'm gonna I'm gonna serve with you. I'm gonna work with you. I I I, I have to work with you. I need yeah. to work with you, right? So um, we're gonna kind of break down the three levels, and so. I, I'm going to, I'll break the topics down, or I'll break the levels down, and so Cody, our lead pastor, is actually going to kind of give us a little bit more information on each level. Well, John, I think, it, too, it's important that we acknowledge, first of all, that there are distinctions among Christians, okay? Yeah. The question is, is what do we do with those distinctions, mm-hmm. right? So we, we all have differences, and we, we have the same Holy Spirit, we have the same Bible, but godly well-meaning, well-studied, spirit-filled Christians come to some different conclusions at, at times on on different doctrines and on different teachings of Scripture and on, and on uh, different ways to divide the Scripture. And so I, what we have to figure out is what do we do with distinctions? And then I think there's two errors that you can fall into, right? On one side, you can go into liberalism, which says there are no lines, there are no distinctions, there are no important doctrines, everything is fine, everything is acceptable, right? Yeah. And then on the other side, there's legalism, or you know, we see it here in fundamentalism, right? Yeah. That everything is a top tier issue. Everything, every line is worth fighting over. Every line is worth us dividing over. And both of those are errors. And so the goal of the discussion is how do we navigate distinctions? How do we navigate differences? What differences are so significant that we perhaps ought to break fellowship so that we might communicate even that. Maybe you're not a believer in Christ. Like maybe you're not a believer in the Orthodox faith, right? Or, or maybe, maybe it's a it's a belief that it's 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 such a significant conviction that we can still affirm one another as brothers and sisters, but are but we might not fellowship with one another um, in the same body of believers. So I, th- I think it, it's difficult when when Christians are trying to figure out what to do with the distinctions that we may. Fine among ourselves. So, I mean, and that plays right into it. So what would be, for our, our audience, what would be like the first level of theological issues that are just like non-negotiables, right? Yeah. So what Dr. Muller does in the article is when, he, when, he call, when he's calling us to triage, he's calling us to look at, at, at three different levels, right? And so what he calls the first level are the top tier issues. These are the issues that are really the gospel, yeah. right? Like the, the, these are the issues that throughout church history would be considered this is what is necessary for you to believe to be a Christian. Okay, so we're talking about the Trinity. Yeah. You know, um, that they are one in essence, that they are co-eternal, that they are distinct, but they are unified, right? So so we're talking about the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. We're, we're talking about the deity of Jesus and the humanity of Jesus, the dual nature of Christ, right? So we're, we're talking about um, the, the justification by faith. We're talking about the inerrancy, the authority, the sufficiency of the scriptures. So we're, we're talking about these issues that once, it, if they are eroded or if they are not fully embraced, the resurrection of Jesus, right? Like if, if you lose them, you lose the gospel. Yeah. You, you lose the you, you lose the very essence of, of the faith. And so we would not be able to, to fellowship with someone that, that professes as a Christian. Now, if it's an unbeliever, that's completely different, right? Yeah. Like, uh, Paul, Paul talks about this yes. in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, right? But, if, but if, it's a, if it's someone who professes faith, then that's not someone that we would be able to, uh, to verify and validate as a brother or a sister in Christ because they're in denial of what the essence of 
it means to be a Christian. Yeah. And so we, we have to be able to point those errors out. So the first level the, the issues in that would be uh, the doctrine as for Trinity, uh, the full deity and humanity of Jesus Christ, justification by faith, and the authority of Scripture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he mentions all that in his uh, in his article. So we just preached about it for our elder series, but and I I, I really touched on it um, uh, in uh, Titus. But secondary issues. I think this is because you actually taught me on this. This is something secondary issues to where I was viewing secondary issues differently and you you kind of saw that that third level this article kind of gave me that third level okay there's secondary issues but there's and then there's these third level issues is just like um uh, and so I, I got confused on that but will you give will you give our audience kind of kind of some examples of like secondary issues that that it's okay to like disagree on like it's okay to uh walk away knowing that your brother in christ loves you it's just they just Disagree on certain situations. Yeah, and I think okay. So I think what you'll find is is that once you move from one level to the next, each level is a little bit broader than mm-hmm. the one before it. Yeah. So so there are there are very few top level issues in which I, I'm top level issues. Guys are those that throughout church history people have died for. Yeah. Okay. That that's what we're talking about. Yeah. People where where if the government comes and says deny this or I'm going to take your life, you say well take my life because yeah. I cannot believe anything else, right? Yeah. That, that's what we're talking about on top level issues. So we're, we're talking about something that's extremely serious, fundamental, core to the faith, right? But there's there's fewer few of those, right? And then as we go to the secondary, we're getting broad. There's broader, more right? of them, right? And we're getting to matters of conviction and interpretation. Um, and so, top, so if a top level issue is an, an is a matter of whether or not you're a believer, a secondary issue is probably where we're going to find like denominations. It's where we're going to find different, even within one de- denomination, maybe different fellowships. So how how we might interpret those? Where we would affirm one another as brothers and sisters in Christ. We would join together in Great Commission where we would join together in the service of our community. We would join together, perhaps even to worship the Lord at times. But what we would say is that there are enough distinctions, that, and those distinctions are deep enough, that our fellowship with one another is going to be difficult under a single covenant, under a single body of leaders. So an issue, issues that might come to mind might be church polity, okay, church government, right? Um, Congregational government versus an ecclesiological, um, a... um, a Presbyterian, more Presbyterian yeah. style, government, right? So, so that those have been uh, historically what Episcopal, not ecclesiastical. That's what, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, yeah. more of an Episcopal style yeah. of government, or maybe infant baptism versus believers' baptism, right? So, we would hold a lot of similar convictions with our Presbyterian brothers and sisters, but the difference of infant baptism and what we understand baptism to be is a significant one. So yeah. we're probably not going to be able to to come to an agreement on that in a way that is going to allow us to be under the, the same body. But we still join together in unity yeah. in the gospel. Yeah. We still join together in unity in the mission, in the Great Commission. Um, we might look at Calvinism-Armenianism debate in, yeah. a, in, a, in a similar way, right? That depending on where you where the where some a particular churches on the spectrum of the Calvinism Arminianism conversation, it, it's probably going to be difficult at times it, yes. to be a part of the same body 
because of the framework from which you're operating and the way that you're seeing, the way, but both can be godly people. Both can be filled with the Holy Spirit. Both can be in and, and can love each other well and serve each other well and minister to each other well. Yeah. So maybe in different churches, but we're still the church. Yeah. And I think that's a really important distinction. You know, Justin Holland, um, a couple years back with the FCA Serve Day, um, really. That was what really kind of opened my eyes a little bit more on that because, man, Justin Holland is a great guy, and I love him to death. And he, uh, I, I believe he does a really good job in, in bringing churches together that would not normally Absolutely, come yeah. together. And so He's passionate about that. He too. is. And, yeah. and so kudos to Justin. And I'm just I, like um, really, really good job. And I, I enjoyed seeing churches coming together and to serve. So hopefully with all this COVID stuff kind of blows over, Possibly we can do it again. I, I, I enjoyed that. But so, what are what are some third? What, what's that third tier right there that are just? I mean, they seem like just social media debates to where it is just uh, or anything really. It's just secondary. It's not secondary. It's third level stuff that really at the end of the day. You know what's interesting, John? Is it's on the th- so the third tier is what I would, what Dr. Moeller would classify as tertiary issues, right? And what's funny is, is in this outrage world that we live in, (laughs) these are the ones that I see people getting angriest about and getting most up up in arms are about. And these are the very ones that there's the most room within the Scripture and within our conscience to disagree on. Um, These are the ones that that oftentimes come down to a matter of conviction and conscience, right? And, and so these are the ones in which we ought to be able to offer the most grace with one another. So, so these are our convictions that are not primary. They don't determine whether or not you're a Christian. They're not even secondary. They, they, yeah. they don't, believers can believe different things on different nuances and different, um, different sides of these things and still be under the same church covenant and still worship together, still fellowship together and, and be a part of the same uh, membership you know, among the three of us. We, there are some theological differences among yeah. the three of us. Um, among the three of us, th- there are there are different views of worship. There, among the three of us, there are different views of the sovereignty of God. That, um, among the three of us, there are, are different ways in which we work out election. Yeah. Among the three of us, there are different ways in which we process the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And we're on the same church staff together, Yeah. right? So when we're talking about tertiary issues, we're, we're talking about areas that ought to be really easy for us to overcome for the sake of unity. Yeah. We're, so, so we're talking about like nuanced views of the end times. That's a tertiary <laughs> issue. That is a, that is a Th- hot those topic. are those are not yeah. issues in which we break fellowship over, yeah. right? Sure. Um, uh, the way that we work out election, whether it's preordination or um, it's based on foreknowledge. I, I think those are issues in which that you can that are tertiary that we can we can be on the same under the same church in, in the same church family and be able to to disagree and have have exciting debates. I, yeah. I think you ought to be able to have conversations among brothers that enhance discovery of the scriptures. Yeah. I think you see it in the discussion of alcohol. You know, like different various views of alcohol yeah. that you can be under one one church roof. And have a different perspective on what the scriptures say. I think you can. I'm trying to think of a thousand different views. There's so many. Yeah. They're 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 they're, they're plentiful, and I, and I'm not. And I want you to hear me say it's not that they're unimportant. Yeah. That all of them are important conversations. But all they of should. them are necessary 
yeah. conversations, but they should not be divisive yes. conversations, yeah. right? Yeah. And, 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 and in fact, as the scriptures call us to spur one another on to good works, these are our items in which we can actually make one another better. Yeah. That I have been helped by when I held a view on a tertiary thing when somebody came and said, "Are you sure that's what you believe? Let, let me let me let me give you another way to think about that." You know, let me give you an example, John. So right now I'm reading uh, "Experiencing God" by Henry Blackaby. Right, phenomenal, phenomenal. And the second time I've read it, and it's changed my life literally both times. But he made me think about spiritual gifts in a way that I've never thought about spiritual gifts. I have always thought about spiritual gifts. You take the test, you do the inventory. This is what your spiritual gifts are. <laughs> so you go and, and find ministries within those spiritual gifts, you know, whether it's preaching or teaching or administration or mercy or, or whatever. That's how I've always heard it. Dr. Blackaby says, he says, show me in the scriptures where it says that. He says, the gift is not the spiritual gift. The gift is the spirit. Yeah. And he is always with you. And what the spirit does is the spirit, he prepares you for whatever task the Lord calls you to in that particular moment and in that particular moment the spirit supplies you with the very gifts that you need to be able to uh, to accomplish the task that ordinarily you wouldn't be able to accomplish by supernatural means according to the will of god yeah. well that's a different view of the holy spirit uh the, the gifts of the spirit that i've heard in my whole christian life i'm still processing it mm-hmm. you know um but but two christians could hold both both of those views of the gifts of the Spirit, serve in the same church, serve joyfully in the same church, go to breakfast, have conversation about that, and both be fuller of the Spirit as a result of it, both love the gospel more, both love one another more. And I think that's what we need less Facebook debate, less outrage over over our nuanced end times view, and more charity and more conversation and deeper discussions that, in other words, what it comes to down to when we talk about tertiary issues is we need to set aside our need to be right. and We need to set aside our need to be validated in all of our views. And instead, we need to be able to seek the glory of God preeminently over the validation of our own opinions. So I feel like, and I mean, I feel like that I strive to do that, and and total transparency. I know that I have preached against uh, social media uh, debates. Um, I have uh, said that they are they are they are dumb, and that you can't disciple through social media. And uh, yet again, found found myself in um, an absolute debacle uh, with posting something that was controversial. And so, and. Clear transparency here. I knew that when I posted what I posted through a, a, another source, even though it was a two-year-old article, I knew that there were there were people on there that were gonna have a problem with it. Um, and I posted it anyways. Like, and in my mind, I'm like, John, you just preached about this, like, for punishment. I mean, three weeks ago, I, I preached about this, and so um, sermons are easy until you have to apply. Them. I know, right? And right. so, uh, but no, so. Uh, at the same time, I'm just you know I'm I'm sitting there and I, I finally I, I, I took it down because it wasn't it wasn't accomplishing anything except division. It wasn't accomplishing anything but hurt on on people that were in that that comment thread and uh, people that's, that we have fellowship with. Yeah, people that we have fellowship with and love and so and, and yet again I, I felt like I kept saying that and saying that and it just kept getting lost and lost and 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 so 
it was one of those things I, I finally I just like I, I can't do it anymore and so I, I finally took that down but yet again these are some of those issues um, regardless of whatever uh, this what we're talking about here uh, it, it cannot be handled through social media it cannot be handled through anything so honestly and the reason that I've always been a big proponent on teaching you know like you mentioned like t- teaching this to guys is because this enables you to have more joyful friendship yes. and fellowship mm-hmm. with your brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ. Like th- this enables us, I-, I think most of us and probably most of the people that listen to this came under, grew up in a tradition that made everything feel like a yeah. first line gospel issue. Right, yeah. And so you end up being angry all the time or frustrated all the time or scared all the time. And, and y'all, that's not, that's not what it it's looks like to walk with the Lord. It's not. I mean, <laughs> Find me an apostle that lived that way. Yeah. You know? The, the times in which they confront things and rebuke things, first of all, they, they're typically gentle. and Paul calls the church at Corinth saints, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Beloved brothers. So he wasn't coming out like trying to poke everybody down. Pretty right? big books, too. Yeah, so like that, even, yeah. even rebukes in the scripture, I think sometimes we exaggerate the intensity. Yeah. Now, now there are times, certainly, when there are sharp rebukes, and there are, but those are primary first line issues. That's yeah. right. Right? Well, I got informed. I don't know about y'all. And now, a special segment that we like to call Culture with Andrew. Enjoy. Talk tea. T-talk. 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 Now, this is kind of in Cody's wheelhouse. This is near and dear to my heart here. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up with a specific something so that, that has really benefited me over the years, and that is... He's coming strong. Very proper. I don't yeah. know if I need to stand up. It is throat coat and tea. Okay? Oh, so okay. what throat coat is, you're familiar with it. You're familiar with it because I've drank it here. It's a marshmallow extract, mm. and then when you drink it, it really coats the throat, and it helps. And the reason we drink it is because we're communicators. So if you're out there and you're a communicator, uh, your voice box is, is I mean, is key. I mean, you want to keep that up. And, and by the way, it's did a, you hear that baritone even now? I mean, yes. Just, did you have some before you came up here? Right. Well, you know, I came in and said my baritone. He does but, have a very good speaking voice. Yeah. So when I say that, say like if you're, if you're a nurse, if you're a lawyer, if you're a pastor, um, what, if, you have, if you have to talk every day, like your voice is going to get tired. And if you lose that... That's scary. Like I don't know oh, if you've wow, ever lost your that. voice oh, before yeah. preaching. Yeah. I lost mine at a couple of different summer camps a couple of days in from screaming at teenagers. Uh, <laughs> but the throat coat mixed with a little honey, mixed with a little bit of lemon. One, Jay Perry. One he, a day. He always swore by the Red Hots. He did the Red Hots. I disagree with Jay's. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was Red Hots. <laughs> now he was. He had to hit higher notes too. I mean, that was. Oh, part, I think that was part of that too. I love Jay, but he and I, we we butted heads on that one. <laughs> I always preferred swallowing hot candle wax myself, but hot candle wax. Yeah. Why is that a tea or is that like an actual candle wax? I, I'm just being stupid. But okay. so Cody is our. I would say Cody is our Sorry, tea drinker here. My bad. At the table. So what what is your go to? Right Let now? me give you my go to. Time out. Whatever he had previously that I, I tried the other day, like it was it was a couple months back. Hit out of the park, didn't it? Man, it messed. Like I couldn't sit down. I don't know. Like, oh, it pepped you up. It fired me up. I don't know. I thought at first you were saying it made you no, sick. No, 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 no. I mean, let I, me let, let me give all of let me just be a blessing, a gift of the Lord into your okay. life right now. Go to Amazon, get you some Harney and Sons. It's Harney and Sons, peaches and ginger black tea. It will change your life. <laughs> and all, all I did that was just to set him up. So. <laughs> change your life. But. 
you'd like your voice box to stay in, intact, use throat coat. It really is. It's a big deal. <laughs> that is fantastic. I'm about to go have some tea. Oh, I think man. I am too. Because I'm about to fall asleep during yeah. my podcast. Yes, you see me yawning yes, while I go? You're yeah. struggling. I was struggling. <laughs> He's about to. And that is. Yeah, and yeah, I don't have any sleep problems. <laughs> and here I am about to pass out. Clean bill of health. I'm so tired right now. Well, thank you guys so much uh, for hanging out with us. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with some new, fresh topics. What are y'all doing? Until next time, lift in. <laughs>